This is episode 539 of the Pixelated Sausage Podcast for Friday, October 19th, 2018. I am your host, Mark Kuznez, and today I'm going to be talking about some really current games like Battlefield 4 and Hitman Season 1, because that's just what I've ended up playing in the little bit of time I've had to play anything at all. Of course, I've dabbled in forza just doing races but there's nothing really exciting to talk about there spring is here which is nice i i like the the change of winter i liked having that very different feel and look uh, to the environment sure it wasn't very colorful but it was different and it made driving much more difficult with certain cars if you didn't put like snow tires on them and stuff uh, which was fun and, and, and made it a bit more challenging. Uh, but I'm enjoying the change to spring. And I just like I like that as something to keep you coming back. You get a new season every week, which is nice. But I've been playing a little bit of Battlefield 4 and Hitman for no... Hitman I'm playing because I'm excited for Hitman 2, though. I'm not sure if I'm going to be able to get that right away, which I'll talk about later. But Battlefield 4, I just threw in because I was looking at my hard drives and seeing what I could delete to clear up space. I'm like, do I want to keep this on here? And I jumped into multiplayer because I never really finished the campaign. I could do that and delete it. But I'm like, is the multiplayer still active? And do I still like it? Because I think I played a good amount of it. And so I jumped into a quick uh, a quick team deathmatch uh, game and I had an absolute blast with a 2.0 KD ratio as a medic, uh, revived a, a good amount of people, and I forgot how great that game feels. I mean, of course, it should feel great. It's a Battlefield game, but I really like Battlefield 4, and I, I put a lot of time into it. I, I was immediately familiar with the map. Uh, it was a map that, of course, was already there, but I remembered so much of it right away. It, it was... Nice having been away from the game for years, having it all flood back to me, all these great memories and and just the the way that map was, which I don't know what it's called, but it's the one that is like in this bunker thing and outside is a snow environment where you can go around and flank if you want and there's an underground with like cells and stuff. Uh, it's It's a very good map. I really like that map a lot. It may even be my favorite, which is cool that I ended up in there. But yeah, I just popped in there. I'm like, oh, this is still fun. Deletion canceled. Uh, and then Hitman, I, I was playing because I don't think I ever really, f- I don't know if I finished or even played the final episode just because the way the game was handled with the episodic release, it didn't make it hard to go back to a time just because an episode could come out at a very busy time of the year. And, yeah, I just ended up missing the, I think the last one I played was the Freedom Fighters one. Um, so I was just jumping around, playing around, messing around. I, I decided to do the Freedom Fighters one again. And that game looks really nice now. I remember it got Xbox, Xbox One X enhanced uh, a while ago at this point. But I never really jumped into it since then. And it looks really nice and it runs well. It just, it is a great game. I love those games. 
Uh, and it's just fun dicking around in the environments and seeing what you can do. I, I do think the Freedom Fighter mission is a bit... It's it's probably one of the weaker ones just because it is... It doesn't have as much... I, I think it's smaller and I think it's much more just go go kill these people. There's not much creativity that can be used here. Not that you can't figure out creative ways to to take out your targets. It's just that the 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 ones that have civilians in them and all those type of things where you can, you know, take the identity of a cook or stuff like that. There's much more crazy things you can do and this one is just this base with different types of soldiers. There are military special ops, there are these special special ops, there are these other guards, there are these lookouts, there's just like okay, you can be one kind of military personnel, but there's no crazy thing. You can, uh, there's a hacker in there too, but there's nothing uh, quite... Uh, it's just not as fun of a mission compared to some of the other ones, but still a strong mission, and I love that game. And I'm super excited for Hitman 2, but I just don't know if I can justify buying it right now because... I'm I, I one I can't believe Red Dead is next week. That is freaking me out realizing that, and I'm getting that. Even though the the things with the studio, it, it's a it's a hard thing when you hear about the the work low that they're getting at Rockstar. Though it's no surprise. It's something we've known about for a very long time, and to expect it to have changed is I don't know. I I wouldn't expect that from Rockstar at least, uh, and how closed off that studio is, but. It's it's hard from a consumer standpoint to try and get change to happen there uh, or any studio because boycotting the game doesn't do any good. What what would happen if you boycotted the game? If everyone boycotted Red Dead uh, and and everyone boycotted Grand Theft Auto, no one stopped playing and revenue stopped pouring in. What you would do is make it so that the people who have been putting so much of themselves, their blood, sweat, and tears into the development of these games, they would lose their jobs because no revenue would be coming in. And all of that blood, sweat, and tears would be for nothing because they would be getting no money and they would be without a job and all that. So in that completely unrealistic scenario where people, like every single person, boycotted the game and all that, that, that would happen. So that's not great. And... Outside of that, what can the consumer do? You can make your voice heard. You can you can say that you're upset with it, but I don't know if that would do anything either. Um, it's just it's it's a thing that is tricky, and you can make your voice heard in, in your support for unionization in the video game industry in general and stuff like that. But um, it, it's it sucks that that happens, and it does somewhat somewhat taint the excitement. Even though it's something that you 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 already knew subconsciously, yeah, you know we we remember the the wives story and all that, but having it resurface in a story and all that and and getting it uh, back out in the open is just like oh yeah, that happens. I I don't I don't I I could have waited. They don't need to push themselves that hard, and especially with a studio like Rockstar, they can hold off. They've got plenty of revenue coming in from uh that little game called Grand Theft Auto V, but I am going to be picking that up. I'm super excited for it. I love Westerns. And the reason why Hitman 2 just doesn't seem like it's something I'll be 
picking up right away is because it's a very busy season and I can only justify buying so many games at, at a given time and I have other uh, costs at the end of the year uh, which are, are fun costs but I always look at games when buying them at full price or brand new right away at, at games that my father's interested in so i'll buy games and then you know we we share we share them through the the you know the home this is my home console and whatnot that that system but i always look at games that he's interested in first because he likes a game and when he shows interest in a game that's somewhat surprising he really likes racers and shooters but they're not all going to appeal to him, and he's shown interest in Fallout 76, and I've already picked up Forza Horizon 4 for him, though I played you know, a, a shitload of it, and I'm still playing it, but that is a game I could have easily just waited for because the Forza games go on sale quite frequently, but he was really excited for it, so of course I got that, and he loves Westerns as much as me, if not more than me, uh, probably more than me, because... I love westerns, but I'm not a fan of John Wayne. He loves westerns and is a fan of John Wayne. To me, John Wayne is probably... I feel like Stagecoat is the best picture of his because I feel like that is before he created this stupid persona. I'm going to tell you, sucker, like you want to do this and I'm going to talk like this and never, I have no emotion. But uh, yeah, Stagecoat, I feel like he still was young and had some kind of charisma and just i liked him in it uh, i i like stagecoach it's, it's a great movie um but he loves western so and he played red dead uh, and he really liked the undead nightmare as well so of course that that's a no-brainer and, and again it's another case where i'm excited for the game as well but then he showed excitement for fallout 76 and i'm not super excited for that but since he's excited for it and we can play together that's probably what I'm going to end up getting. And I, I'm not excited about picking it up, but since he's excited, that makes me excited. And so that would be money I could have put towards Hitman 2, but it's going to have to wait now. And it sucks because I I really want to guy. I, 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 I want to guy it. I really want to buy it on day one and and just so I could support them. I love the Hitman series. And if you don't already know, uh, and you're an Xbox Live Gold member, and you don't already own it, Blood Money is free for Gold members. I don't know, probably for the the first or the last half of the month, I guess, until the 31st. So definitely pick that up, and remember that with 360 titles, backward compatible titles that go free, you keep those. If you cancel your membership at any point, those are yours. Those aren't free as long as you keep your gold membership those are free forever so that is a really cool thing that xbox does but yeah so yeah i i've been playing hitman and it looks really nice and it's still a lot of fun and it's getting me excited for hitman 2 and it's probably not a good idea to play it because it's getting me excited and i'm like i don't know if i'm gonna be able to pick this up but yeah hitman is great and Hitman is also the Game of the Year edition is on sale for 30 bucks, I believe. And finally, for the first time, the Game of the Year edition upgrade for people who own the base game is on sale for 10 bucks, which is nice. I finally picked that up. And in addition to that, there's a Halloween special pack that is 
fun. <laughs> I can't speak. It's on sale for free, which isn't really sale. It's just free for a limited time. And I think it allows you to play the entire Colorado mission for a given period and includes some new apparel, like a scarecrow outfit and stuff. So that is cool. Um, I'm just, I don't know. I may, I may just have to give in and, and pick it up because I'm really excited for it. And it's a, it's a great kind of game to go along with something like Red Dead where you can just play a mission of Hitman here and there. You don't need to really dive deep into it. You can, you can uh, take it in bite-sized chunks, uh, which is a good... It's nice, you know, compared to these epic, immersive open-world games like Red Dead or Assassin's Creed or Fallout 76 or what have you. Um, it's nice to have something that you can just play in chunks and something that allows for a lot of creativity and fun like that. Uh, so, yeah. And the reason why I haven't really played much of anything new this week or, or since the last episode is because the Spec Ops the Line Attack the Backlog was still giving me a lot of problems. And I recorded an episode last night that I thought I was okay with, and then I listened back as I was editing it, and it just did not feel... It, didn't, it still didn't feel right. And so I trashed that. And I'm sure... My friend John is just like, uh, you are an idiot. I'm so disappointed in you. But I did record a very good episode at about 2 in the morning today. Um, and I'm really happy with that one. You know, it, it's there are things here and there that I'm like, oh, I could have done this or said this here. But overall, I'm really happy with it. And it did end up longer than I expected. I think it came in around 28 minutes. So they, these episodes just keep getting longer and longer. But I think the difficulty with Spec Ops The Lion for me was just that it's such a story-intensive game, and that is the first uh, of the ones I've played. I, El Shaddai has a story to it, but it's so convoluted and all over the place and hard to follow that it's just like, at a point, it's like, forget you. I don't care about you. I'm just into the art because the gameplay isn't that great either. And Spec Ops The Lion has a very interesting story and it has a story that after finishing it I want to replay it to see more of where the seams come loose and stuff it, it, it's a game that is short enough that I might replay at some point but it's got gameplay that is shitty enough that I don't feel super excited about doing that even so um, so whether or not I ever go back to it we'll see but if I do, it'll definitely be uneasy just to be like, okay, I remember this moment. Let's see if I can do this. Let, 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 let me see these things because I've read up on it and things were like, okay, if you look at this and then look away and look at it again, it's different. And it's just the way it plays with that I think could be very cool uh, in the same way that like you watch the success for the first time and then you, you learn something at the end that – why am, why am I talking around it? You learn that fucking Bruce Willis is dead. He's been dead the whole time. And so <laughs> it's a very apt comparison. Uh, but we're watching it. Then you start to see, oh, I, I see now how that I could have maybe have noticed this if I was paying more attention. So that is a cool thing about Spec Ops is that I think replaying it would make it more interesting. It's a very 
really well-written, interesting story that you can hear plenty more about next Sunday on the next episode of Attack the Backlog. And I noticed in YouTube they have this new option where you can do premieres. And I guess that'll have like countdown clocks and stuff and you can like make an event out of it. And I, maybe I'll do that. I don't know. It'll be weird. I'm just interested to see how that is since that is going to be, if that is a scheduled show at this point, Sundays at 12 p.m. Central Time, uh, every other Sunday, of course. So get excited for that. And I'm excited because I finished the audio, which means I feel fine in moving on to the next game, which I think is just going to be Mirror's Edge because that's a short one. And I don't know. I want something where I know there's a story in it, but I don't feel like it's a big part of it. And it's just about the mechanics of the game and the free movement and all that. So that should be fun. And then after that, who knows? Who knows? Do you know? You could know if you suggest something. Um, But yeah. I think that is a good place to end this episode. Uh, once again, I am your host, Mark Kuznez. Y'all can find me on Twitter, Instagram, Xbox Live, my anonymous Steam, Twitch, and all the usual places at PX Sausage. On PSN, I am the Kush Three. <laughs> um, I, I wasn't gonna re-up my PlayStation Plus subscription, but then there was a deal, so I got a card. It hasn't arrived yet, but <laughs> I'm I'm a, I'm an idiot. I'm willing to keep that stupid thing going you know you get some free games and some discounts here and there i forget that there's a vr sale still going on i think that i should there were a few i wanted to pick up that's not important <laughs> um but i still am not willing to spend 20 bucks on the nintendo online thing i don't know the cloud saves are nice but other than that the nintendo offerings aren't that sad uh, aren't that appealing especially since i did pick up an nes classic and yeah, if they if they added Super Nintendo games, it'd be much more interesting. Even though I have an SNES Classic as well, so whatever. Uh, but this, <laughs> I I totally just derailed myself. You can also, in addition to finding me at all these stupid places, the site is of course that's where I was. That's where I was going. Wonderful episode to end the week. The site is, of course, pixelatedsausage.com, where you can find this podcast, the Pixelated Paranormal Podcast, and, of course, the wonderful new show, Attack the Backlog, that everyone is talking about and everyone loves. I know you love it. If you don't love it, I'm going to come to your house and murder you. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But um, I'm really happy with it. Uh, I'm really happy with Spec Ops, the episode that is in the works, uh, the audio is done and all that. So despite it making me really agitated and anxious at times and it, it, it really was taxing on me. I am happy with what has eventually been finished. So I'm still loving the show. I'm continuing to love the reach it's been getting and the people who are watching and all that and how many people are watching, especially on YouTube. I'm I'm very pleasantly surprised by that and I hope that continues with each episode, uh, spec, the Spec Ops line, the Spec Ops line episode could be pretty popular because I think people are interested in that game probably more than El Shaddai because I think El Shaddai is a, a forgotten game that people might uh, oh there, that that was a game that had like an interesting art style and that's all they really remember. Um, but Spec Ops is something that has been talked about for a while and people know that the the story is something very interesting even if they haven't experienced it so that is cool but all those podcasts this one 
Pixelated Paranormal Podcast and Attack the Backlog can be found on podcast services across the globe like Stitcher Radio, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts. And if you like crazy, kooky, colorful art, like the one I'm pointing at if you're watching the video, you can check out my art over at pxsart.com. If you see something you like, you can click a link that'll take you to where you can purchase a print of that piece. And if you like the site and everything we do from the art, from the videos, and the podcast and all that stuff, you can go over to patreon.com slash pxs and support us that way with however much you like. You know, you can you can put in a buck, you can put in three bucks if you like. There's a five buck tier for Attack the Backlog. Do you get anything special for doing that? No, you don't. You just you what you get is the special feeling inside from knowing you're supporting cool content that is free for everyone and always will be. So yeah, you can do that if you want, but you don't have to because it's still going to be free because I know how to run a business and incentivize people to support it. Uh, this isn't a business, so my business is the art, which you can support by purchasing a print or, you know, maybe you have a commission you want. I got plenty of those. This is a busy time, so maybe leave me alone. Uh, but that will do it for this here episode. Uh, and this is where I say... Bye. Bye.